all. Uh, hello and welcome to Law Pod, episode 55. I am Lee Hedgepantelis, the principal of Brydon's Lawyers. Uh, and today, through our association with the West Tigers as its major sponsor, putting aside the fact that I'm also the chair uh, and compelling these boys to join us today, <laughs> um, uh, I welcome uh, two very special guests, two new recruits to the West Tigers, uh, Appy Corusau and Isaiah Papali. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Now, did I get the pronunciation right? Okay, because I know that it's very important, very important for the Polynesian boys and for the, you know, the Fijian boys that we do pronounce the surnames correctly. But it's also very important for the Greek boys. So, Hadjipantelis is Hadjipantelis. Yeah, perfect. So, so when you refer to it, that's, that's what I'm expecting from now on. Well, on behalf of the, uh, the major sponsor, welcome to the West Tigers. Thank you. How's Thank it you been? So much. Yeah. Se- settled in? Yeah, um, settled in quite, quite quickly, actually. Um, only started at the start of this year, but it's, it's only been about yeah, five weeks or something, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, they both come back after the World Cup and whatnot. Yeah, um, refreshed. Yes, the break was enough. The break yeah, was good enough. Needed. Yeah, yeah it was a really, really long, long, long season for you both last year, though, mm. wasn't it? I mean, did, how many games? Do you know how many games you played last year, including the World Cup? Uh, yeah, I think it was thirty-two. That's yeah. kind. That's kind of a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's the majority of the season you had in the preseason before that, whatnot. Yeah, and so you break then, you finished up towards the end of November. I think the final was around 18 November. You finished a, a little bit earlier than that, a couple of weeks before that. Start, yeah. And so you get a, a minimum six weeks, I think, isn't it, with the RLPA rules, or at least? Correct. Six yeah, or seven yeah. weeks, whatever, then you, yeah. you, you think. Speaking of the RLPA, I'm not going to delve into it and whatnot. Um, uh, everyone wants it resolved. Uh, the reports are that it's getting close to resolving. Is that your understanding as well? Yeah, at the moment it yeah. is. Yeah, I think they've had some... Uh, Good progression yeah. the last uh, couple of days, even weeks. So, yeah, hopefully um, everything keeps... Uh, well, everyone wants the same way. thing, don't they? Everyone mm. wants to make sure the players looked after, make sure the clubs are still financially stable and whatnot, and the game can afford it. And then you know, once you agree on those principles, the rest of it should be relatively easy. Yep, 100%. All right. Great. Um, Appy, you've come to us from the Panthers. Before that, uh, South, of course, and Manly. So transitioning from one club to another... What's th- what's the easiest thing about transitioning, and what's the most difficult thing about transitioning? Oh, the easiest thing. Um, I don't. Even, I don't know if there's an easiest easiest thing. Well, uh, did you know anyone at the club before you got here? Had you played with anyone here before? Yeah, we had um, Brett Naden and um, Dane Laurie. Okay, well, so yeah, they were, they were pretty good. Um, but to be honest, the, all the boys here when I got here were you know, awesome. Uh, you know, welcomed me straight away with open arms and. They'd been training for quite a while too, just come back from the break. So, um, yeah, everyone had sort of got to know each other. And, and yeah, I didn't feel out of place at all. I was actually. And I, suppose, I suppose even if you haven't played with a lot of the boys, you know the boys yes. from, the, from the game and from outside the game. 100%, yeah. Okay, what's, what's difficult? Is there anything difficult about transitioning from one club to another? Uh, I think more so just trying to get those connections again, uh, build those, uh, you know, bonds that you have with mm. your mates. And, yeah, usually you do that through training. You know, it gets hard out there, so you're helping each other and, that's the way you do it. So, um, yeah, that's just the same thing I sort of did when I got here. Okay. Isaiah, you played Warriors, yep. Parramatta, of course, mm. now West Tigers. Transitioning from one club, no, I always think it would be like going from one school, you know, when you change <laughs> school when you're, you know, mm. when you're a kid yeah. and, sure. you know, have to make all these new friends again and learn all the new teachers' names. It's, is it something like that? Does it feel like that, a whole new structure? Or because you know a lot of these plays anyways, it makes it much easier? No, you hit it right on the head. Um, I think my first day I came in, with training, I was talking to my girlfriend about and Yeah, I walked off like I was going, uh, a new kid going to a new school. So exactly. Um, yeah, I was quite nervous, uh, but I think the nerves were good where 
was excited for a new challenge and an opportunity. So that's what I have here. Who did you know at the club? Who had you played with before? Uh, one of the younger boys, Tussie James. Oh, okay, well, yeah, because yeah, he had come from Para. He played really well on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's awesome to see him going well and um, hopefully get a crack this year. But he was one of the people I knew before coming here. But uh, you played on left or right? Uh, left. Is that your preference? Yeah. Do you get a choice? Um, well, John not being here. Oh, <laughs> I got the first move, so I quickly. Uh, well, first in, best yeah, dresses. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. you just but stake a claim. Yeah, does so. Tim ask you? Does Tim say where do you want? Do you want to play left or right? Or is it? Yep, he does. Yeah, because I think coming to the club, me and um, John were both right back rows. So yep. When he asked me about it, and I said left, he was um, actually happy with. Cause oh, it makes his, his makes his decision yeah, easier. His, yeah. Is there a big difference? Do you feel like you're a, a, a more natural left-sided player? Is that what it is? Um, like the ball coming from your right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a, a major difference. I've yeah. gone from left to right and then back to left now. So yep. um, I guess just the muscle memory Oh, okay. Um, after playing there a whole year is yep. something I've got to build again. But yeah, I think I like uh, being out on the left side a bit more. Uh, Appy, your thoughts on Sunday? You were there? Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm. Um, like I said, a little bit scrappy at the start, but... Uh, I think the most impressive thing was their response. Like everyone had great body language, defended our line for you know multiple sets in a row, and just kept turning them away. You know, it was a quality side like Canberra too. Yep. Got attacking weapons everywhere, and boys held their held their own. So um, look, I'm really excited yeah. to start. Uh, uh, look, it was only a trial, right? So it's only so you, you can't take a lot away from it. But still, there are a lot of positives. Canberra has given us problems for for many years. There's, you know, there's no doubt. I mean, they've probably averaged 50 against us over the last couple of years. So to hold the line like that only allowed them to go over with you know four points, mm. and that was you know I think that was the best seventeen they had available as well. So it was a real credit, and, and no, they, the boys will take a lot out of that. Yeah. You know, so next time you play Canberra, you think okay, well we held them to four. You know, there's no reason we can't do it again. Um, the young ones who are coming through, you know, this club speaks about pathway program. You know the importance of pathways coming from Panthers. Uh, it's critically important that you've got these young ones coming through. So you, you get a really good blend of seasoned professionals, the seniors with the young ones coming through, there's some good young ones, isn't there, in this club? Oh, there's plenty of them. Yeah. There's plenty of them floating around. Yeah, but on Sunday, you know, Matamua, James, um, Pole, kids junior. are junior, Tupu, yeah. yeah. Like all the talent in the world, these kids, and the right sort of management and coaching, who knows where they could go. 100%. Yeah. Very good signs for this year. Uh, are you conscious of that as more, like, as the more senior members of the of the club, are you conscious of that, that, that you pass on to the juniors what you know and mentorship and, and, and supervision. Like, you're being a Ford, for example. You've got someone like a Pole, for example, or James there. Are you conscious that it's important that you, that you interact with him? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely conscious of that. Um, I think as for myself, I'm transitioning into that uh, bit more seasoned uh, player that's been around a bit longer than them and I uh, can definitely remember being in their shoes and, um, yeah, just getting goosebumps, yep. being able to mix with players that... Um, I was only watching on the TV not long ago, so I'm making sure that they um, feel a part of the team and and have a have a place in this team. So I think it's a it's a very important thing. Well, it wasn't that long ago that was you, Isaiah. You know sure. that you were like breaking into you know first grade on a regular basis. Who who were your mentors? Who who did you play with at the time that you looked up to? Uh, early on, I think Adam Blair was one of mine. Yep. He come over yep. from. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, he was yeah. played here for a while. So yeah. he came over. He's um, definitely deep into his career, but yep. I think it's just his professionalism away from the, f the field was 
something that I, um, um, like, thought was was really good and yep. I could apply it to my life. And yep. then, yeah, I kind of just watched from afar and mm. kind of try to implement and it into my preparation and, and game. You happy? Yeah, I had, um, I had a really good mentor, Isaac Luke, when yep. I first came into grade. And yep. I was a shy kid, didn't want to uh, take away too many reps or mm. what from the boys, so... He'd actually grab me and throw me in there and make sure that I was, I was getting the job done and yep. just made me feel really included, you know, um, like I wasn't out of place or taking up anyone's space or time. Oh, so uh, He's going through a very difficult period at the moment. He lost his father in the floods yeah. and whatever. So our condolences to the Luke family. That's just tragic. But that, that mentorship, right, looking up to someone more senior whatnot, that doesn't just apply to NRL. That's, that, that applies to every part of your life. I mean, applied to me as a young solicitor. I looked up to Ian Bryden, who was the founder of Bryden's Lawyers. And um, I've said publicly and I've said privately, he was like a second father. I mean, he was just the most honourable and honest and forthright uh, man that I've ever met in the profession. And so I've tried to model myself on him to the extent that I can. And I make uh, no apologies for it, but all the young solicitors coming through, I try to model them on me because of what I learnt from others who came before me and, it w and the model works. So there's a lot to be said for that. You add your own flair, of course, your own ability, your own sort of style, and you, and you go from there. All right, transitioning from one club to another, right? You're in a, you're in a different uh, system. You're, you're training in a particular way. You're, you're practising, you're learning, you're, you're being instructed differently, whatever, and you come to a whole new club. Do you try and bring some of the stuff that you've got already in your, in your kit bag or do you, are you open to new things? I mean, you've got to find a balance. Because there are things that you know that you think, okay, will this work elsewhere? Maybe it'll work here. How do you find that balance with the coaches, Happy? Like... You, I'm sure you're doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one with Robbie, for example. So you've got your skill set, there's the Farris skill set, and then you've got Sheen's, I suppose, over the top. What do you do? What do you bring to the table? Yeah, I think um, obviously that experience is very valuable, um, being in a lot of places and some successful clubs, but I think it's also understanding the players that you have in your team now. Um, everything changes, you know, um, and some structures would have worked in some game plans, but, you know, and, and maybe Sheen's it wouldn't. So for me, it was just, I just listened and learned as much as I could the first week. Um, I didn't say anything, and then I just more watched everyone and what they wanted, and then I sort of made a judgment call on what I thought I could bring to the to the team after that. So, um, yeah, it worked pretty well for me, I think. I think that that's a clever approach. I mean, th again, that applies to a lot of things, where you just sit back and watch and you learn, and you work out how things operate, whatever, and then you start your, con you know, your contribution and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And for you, Isaiah, the same, same sort of thing? Yeah, uh, we came in at the same time, and uh, I definitely just came in with an open mindset, and... I had to hear what Sheenzy and that were expecting from me. And then I think, um, yeah, just getting out on that field and kind of just building combos and understanding um, how little things that I could bring to the table would uh, help the team out and also um, adjusting where I, where I had to so that it fit to the team mould. And then also, yeah, just getting out there and working on it. I would never ask, you know, if it's better or if it's worse or whatever, because that would be very unfair. I mean, every club's different. Mm -hmm. But how is it different? What have, you, what have you noticed in terms of a difference to other clubs that you've been at? Not better or worse, I'm not interested in that, but how, in what ways would you think it is different? In terms of just the... Just the, the structure of the club itself, perhaps, or the way the, the training structure, the coaching structure, is, is, is there, are there differences or is it just different personnel? This place is very similar to the way the Panthers are doing it. Yeah. Um, 
So the admin sort of in the same building as the players um, gives everyone access to That's because else. Pascoe worked at the Panthers and he was obviously just trying to rip off as many ideas as he can. He sells them to us as original uh, ideas hey. and now we know where they come yeah. from. He's a smart man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. clever. Yeah, no, no, he pitches them as his, <laughs> as his ideas. Okay, um, well, I'll, no, I'll make a note of that. Yeah, no, it just, it just creates um, a good environment for everyone, you know. Yep. There's no hiding. Everyone's uh, out in plain sight. You can find someone, whatever you need, they're yep. there. Um, the training is very much the same, uh, very intense training, not as long sessions. Um, so, yeah, they, they do it very similar, actually. Um, but, yeah, there aren't too many differences besides the actual facility themselves, I think. Okay. And you, Jose? Uh, I was thinking on the footy side of it. Yeah. Um, coming here, Shinzi likes to let the ball fly a bit more mm. than um, previous systems that I've been in. But, um, yeah, we practice it, and it was awesome to see it. Um, we put it out on the field. That we got well, I think, I think Tim's very well known for his the sort of football that he likes. Mm. I mean, he said to me a while ago, he says, you won't recognise the team this year from last year. And I think we saw a bit of that on the weekend, of course. Mm. Likes to throw the ball around. I mean, a lot of people think that a lot of that, you know, that um, that flair, that, you know, that, that sort of like spontaneous sort of throw the ball around and the, the Hail Mary pass that just comes out of nowhere. But that's all that's all practised. You know, he, he makes sure that that's practised. He says, you practise it here on the, on the training paddock and then you can use it in a game. It's not just, you know, spur of the moment sort of stuff. Speaking of the coaches, right, you, you, you come into a new club with a whole new coaching structure. At one end of the spectrum, we've got maybe the most experienced man in the game at the moment, and at the under, other end of the spectrum, we've got the newest coaches, you know, in Robbie and Benji. Dave Fern has been around for a while, of course, but you've got from one extreme to the other. How is it working? No, I, I think the dynamic works really well. Um, don't know if you've heard, but Shinzi can, you know, speak a little bit uh, more yeah, in the yeah. meetings. Yeah. Well, that's why he's not here, <laughs> yes. because we have yeah, to be true. out by eleven, otherwise <laughs> <laughs> we play penalty rates. That's why. Yeah, that's why he's not here. No, um, no, but Shinzi obviously just he likes to um, speak on um, what he knows is right and wrong, so um, he can get sort of not carried away, but just a bit long on those. And Benji's really good for you know knowing when to cut it short and. When's a good time to pull it just to get the boys out in the field yep. um, and, and start training? So I think the dynamic is actually really good, old school and new school. To us I, well. I think that's right. What, what, is that, you see that as well? Yeah, I think um, before the experience that he has, um, Benji and, and Farah um, get the opportunity to obviously get upskilled a lot quicker with Shenzi having all that knowledge. So there's no better way than to have a successful coach like that uh, training up. Well, Tim says um, that as players, Benji and Robbie pushed him. Right, they really challenged him as players. Right, cheeky buggers. You know, it, you know, when, when he had young kids, I can't think that they're any different today. They would be pushing exactly him and same. challenging all the time, which is good. And I think, I mean, there was a vision. I think on Sunday afternoon uh, on Fox in the box, and you saw the three assistant coaches sitting at the front, and Tim was standing behind them, and you can just see. Uh, how he's mentoring with that, that instruction, that supervision. Because, I mean, we've made public, of course, what the succession plan is going to be. Tim's head coach for two years. And then uh, Benji will morph into that role uh, in, you know, in 2025. I think Benji's going to be pushing hard because uh, it, it, he's learning all the time. And, and, and Tim says to us privately, and he's, he has said it uh, to the board, that um, his elevation... His education is just escalating all the time. He, he's absorbing as much as he possibly can. Because I don't think people realise what Benji's footy IQ is like. Mm. Um, have you found that? Have you experienced that? 
Yeah, 100%. You know, he takes a lot of the video sessions for us, but um, actually just watching him on the field, he'll jump in training sessions and he just sees things that other people don't, you know, and most of the game plans and attack, I think, are based around what he knows and yep. it's been working really well for us. And yeah, you see, get to see it firsthand when he does jump in with us. Well, uh, from your perspective, Isaiah, does it is it important that he's that he has a the, the Kiwi you know Polynesian background? And I'll, I'll tell you why. I think I'm right in saying this that he is the only senior Polynesian coach in the game today, either a head coach or an assistant coach. And if that's right, and I think it is right, that's embarrassing. When the Polynesian contingent now, I think it's like fifty percent of the game, and you've only got one uh, Polynesian head coach or assistant coach in the game. Do you find him being of that background an asset to him? Yeah, for sure. Um, that's what makes him him. And um, yeah, he's a, he's was an awesome player, and he's managed to um, obviously build that footy IQ over the years, yep. and and then transition into that coaching role. Yeah, where now he can teach um, us the As team. Well, I think yeah. the young, especially young Polynesian yeah. boys, must relate to him. Yeah, they would easily. relate to him, and they relate to him very well. Yeah, he's very approachable, and yeah. um away from the field he, he has a laugh still and mm. he's really relaxed and then um once it's on the field yep. he kind of just steps in there and, and teaches us now there's very stand. approachable does that also apply to robbie he's all right he's okay he's approachable too yeah yeah exactly no i love robbie robbie <laughs> is such a character right but just, you, you know where you stand with robbie yep. at all times yeah. he's just so, and dave ferner i've known for quite some time as well uh, personally and professionally, whatnot, and he's a lovely fellow, Dave Fern. He really is, and I know Tim's got a lot of regard for him. So we've covered a lot of bases with those four coaches, and their roles are all separate, aren't they? All, all different. Mm. Yep. Uh, Ferner looks after the defensive uh, matters. Robbie forwards spends a lot of time to forwards, and yourself, obviously, Abby. Yeah. Uh, Benji uh, backs and attack, uh, yep. and Tim everything. Just yeah. just, over, just oversees everything. In terms of the balance of on-field, uh, video, all that sort of stuff, all works? You're happy with all that? Yeah, it's been, it's been good so far. Mm. Um, Benji's been um, leading our video and um, kind of, uh, yeah, looking after that part. Yeah. And then Sheenzy's just uh, um, wraps it up for us and then we get out on the field to... Yeah, yeah. The video session. Well, and I think the other important component of you know any coaching structure, any football department, of course, is that high performance team, right? Yeah. This year, Peter Moose has come back to the club. He was here some time ago, left, and he's returned, and he's brought in an entirely new high performance team. Um, your thoughts? Yeah, I love them. Mm. They're all great. Um, some really good guys in there. Not just good at their job, but like yep. genuinely good blokes. So, um, yeah, I've gotten along with everyone so far, and um, yeah, I think that's that's not going to change. Either. Okay. Your thoughts, Isaiah? Yeah, um, I've never really experienced a trainer like that where he's um, actually pulled me out of drills, <laughs> not kind of chuck me in the deep end and kind of run me to the ground. So um, I think it allows me to um, put a bit extra work into myself if I need to, but also mm. um, get that refresher. So back into the season, I'm feeling good. So. Well, it, it's an interesting dynamic the way it works, right? Because Moose is there at the training sessions and the like, and of course mm. everything gets monitored very, very carefully. Mm. But it's like he's got the overriding authority. If he feels a player has reached the limit or whatnot, he says, "Thanks very much. You're off for a mm. while or whatever." And he overrides the coaches on all that. This mm. bloke's coming off. That bloke's coming off, or whatever the case might be. All right. So the year ahead, all right, 2023 expectations. No, no one's going to get ahead of themselves and say, you know, we get we have to make top four, top eight, whatever. Put that aside for one moment. What are the expect the realistic expectations? Just 
you take one week at a time is that how you is that how you you approach it yeah that, that's literally like i think the only way you can play this game to try and be successful you know everyone has that end goal um and everyone like puts that at the top of the list at the start of the year and yeah after that man it's, it's all week to week you know even this week it'll just be making sure that we get the reps in that we can mm. understanding that training is that important and um, we're about to start the season now you're not going to get these reps back so um, yeah, taking it week by week and, mm. and then, yeah, letting... Stay healthy, stay fit, mm. see where it goes. 100%. And you, Jose, is it the same thing? Is that is that the approach you take? You just deal yeah. with, you can't look too far ahead? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad like that. I don't don't even know what day we're playing half the time. <laughs> it's more just knowing when to come to training the next yep. morning and then getting the most out of myself uh, on that present day and then yep. just keep repeating it and, and, like I've said, getting in reps. So uh, that's what we'll be doing this week and then... Yeah, I'm sure we'll start to zone in on that week one. All right. You boys have come to us this year from very successful clubs. Uh, Premiership winner back-to-back, grand finalist, right? Hugely successful. Uh, West Tigers last year, uh, Wooden Spoon is the first time in the history of the club. Does that add a new, a different type of challenge? Is that is that a motivation for you guys to say, well, look, we've enjoyed success, you know, we've tasted it. Uh, you know, your, your careers are far from over. You want more? Is that is that, a, is that an extra motivation coming to a club like the West Tigers? Yeah, personally for myself, that's um, that's pretty much it, the, the, the challenge that's ahead. Um, yeah, and it, the, it sounds crazy, but, like, finishing last mm. last year, like, there, there isn't any expectation, which is sometimes the best thing you can do, you know? Being the underdog um, and no one gives you anything, um, honestly, is the best fuel you can ever yep. have as a team. And... Because yeah, it's such a young team too, expectations can sometimes get really hard yeah. um, on young kids and um, just understanding that we have no expectation on us and we can just go out there and be ourselves and play footy. So I think that's um, what we're going to do this year. But it's also an opportunity for you as well, Appy, because if you lead this club now to you know the top of the table, you get to we can replace Robbie's photo <laughs> in that <laughs> centre of yes. excellence <laughs> with your photo. We can remove Robbie <laughs> and put you there as the number nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be able to replace Robbie. Do you reckon, he, do you reckon he'd ever allow that? God no, 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 no. we're scrapping. No. We could add your photo to the yeah, wall, but it, yeah, yeah, but never replace it. A little one. No, no, no. <laughs> he'll be camped out now. <laughs> yeah. And in USA, I mean, is it the motivation like coming to a club like this that that is now in a transition phase? You know, we're we're looking ahead. We can see the green shoots. Is that a motivation to be part of something like this? Like say that you're an intrinsic part of the, this club's mm. success. Yeah, I think um, putting this challenge in front of me is is something that can only help me grow, and that's as a person and as a club as a whole so I think as much as it is a challenge it's um, those are the things you want in life and I think when I I wrap up and hang the footy boots up I can look back on this and and say that I I didn't take the easy road but I put myself out there and I I went uh, through many challenges that um, helped me grow. And that's what it is, it it is a challenge isn't it? Mm. Oh the other thing I should have said this from the outset Happy of course congratulations on your uh, appointment as captain. Thank you. I mean, look, it, it really is a credit to you. I mean, you, you know, first year with the club and the, and the players and the coaching staff voted, of course. But I can tell you from the board's perspective, we had heard your name mentioned quite a bit, obviously. It's, um, you had impressed as a leader uh, during the, the pre-season and whatnot. And I know that Tim was very impressed and very happy with the way that the voting turned out. Um, but a very popular choice. How, how, does, how does that feel? Like, first year in a club, brand new. It's like turning up at a new school and being voted school captain <laughs> in your first year. It's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, I was um, I was asking to look at the votes myself. I thought it was rigged. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. It was rigged in your favour. Well, the boys are asking. What would you want to look? Oh, the boys asking, can ask. Yeah. The boys can ask. I understand that. What would you want to know that no, for? It was um, 
Yeah, it was actually quite a proud moment for myself. Yep. Um, yeah, like I said, to be voted in by by the guys I'm playing with, it's yep. um, yeah, quite a special feeling. And there's so many great leaders here yep. at this club too. And yeah, just to be appointed, I was um, yeah, I don't know if I've had a prouder moment in my. Have you captain? Have you ever captain previously? No, I've never captained this. Side. How does it feel then? I mean, it, I mean, it must be a huge. I mean, to be the club captain, it would be huge honor. It's it's yeah. massive. It's yeah. it, like I, like I said, it's, it's personally as a mm. like as an individual, that's my yep. biggest um, I think accomplishment. Um, yep. So yeah, to 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 be honest, like thinking about responsibility, I think nothing much has changed for myself in terms of how I'm going to play footy no. or how I'm going to be around the lads. Um, I guess there's a few extra promos yep. here and there and whatnot, but. Yeah. Few coin tosses. Um, I try yeah. to win. Podcasts. <laughs> Podcasts. Uh, yeah. I'm the captain that wins on the coin toss. Yeah, bro. That's Dave. a big thing. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, but that's no, good. But it's in, from your perspective, Isaiah, you know who your captain is, right? Does it mean? What does it mean to you as a player? Like on the field, for example, is there a, there's a comfort level? You know who it is. You know that he's going to be putting in because captain is one. He's got to be one of the most consistent and, and better players in the club, doesn't it? So everyone looks up to him, not just for leadership, but also what he's doing on the field. Yeah. Um, I think he's got the credentials and just the person he is um, off the field. He's um, gets around all the boys and he's someone that you can approach um, for anything. So I think that's uh, a big reason yep. to him being a captain. And mm. I'm sure um, out on that field, it, the way he plays won't change his um, top class. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just the leader by actions and yeah, the not just by words. That's right, yeah, yeah. by by actions mm. as well. You said earlier something about you know your career, looking back on your career when it all ends up being completed, done and dusted. That you've challenged yourself, you pushed yourself. Go back ten years. Would you have ever thought you would be here today? I mean, has, you, has your career worked out the way that you had hoped, or is it beyond your expectations? Um, yeah, I think it's beyond my expectations. To be honest, um, kind of didn't know uh, what it was to be an NRL player, mate. Well, at what, age, at, at what age did you think? Yeah, at what age did you <laughs> think sucks. I can make a career out of this? I can be a professional rugby league player. I think my family instilled that pretty early in me. Well, I was going to say because I've got a note here. Tell me, <laughs> tell me whether this yeah, is right. Uh, your mother, Lorena, yeah, okay, was a dual international playing for Samoa in rugby union, right, uh, and New Zealand in rugby league. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you so say you were at like a, a rugby family. Uh, yeah, rugby league. Well, yeah, rugby yeah. union and league, or just um, just mom, the league. Mum just went on her own. Okay. Uh, her own thing and just went and played rugby too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're more. So league no, for no sure. one supported that. Oh, I was there to support. Oh, but okay. Yeah. But no one really no, enjoyed yeah, it. Nah. So was it a genuine rugby league family? Yeah. So who yeah. else is there? Tell me about your family. Who else is um, there? Yeah, it's just me, mum, and dad. Okay. <laughs> but mum's got um, dad. Did dad play? Uh yeah, he was just a social socially. Okay. But um. They both, um, yeah, just played local footy in Auckland, yep. New Zealand. And yep. then, um, yeah, like you said, mum had a few international um, appearances for um, Manu, Manu Samoa and then um, New Zealand. So, Well, she'd be I a big supporter of the women's game. She'd be really yeah. impressed about how the women's game has developed. She was, um, yeah, over the moon to, to see that come up and... She was kind of jealous that uh, wasn't um, it was so. Yeah, yeah. It was too late for her. She got one season, and um, I think it was the first year. Okay. So that was pretty cool for the yeah. Warriors, and I was at the Warriors at the same time. So oh, how good was that? Cool. Yeah, so mother crazy. and son playing yeah, for the same club. I think it was 2018. Yeah. 
So I think, um, isn't that why LeBron James is, isn't that what they say, yeah, isn't that what he's hanging yeah. on for? He wants yeah. to play one season with his son. Yeah. And I think that I think they've changed the rules over there now where they can go straight from high school into the NBA. They don't have to actually go through college, college as yeah. such. Yeah, they can just go through. Or they used to have to come to Australia, for example, play mm. a season here before. I don't think they have to do that anymore. Yeah, cool. So they'll, they'll put him straight in, they'll play a year together and, and that'll be the end of that. Uh, Appy, you, uh, rugby league family? Yeah, uh, your dad used to play Union for Beecroft or um, someone over there. So, um, but yeah, just love rugby league as well. Nolan and Drippy played for Canberra, so yep. dad supported the Raiders. Great player. Young, yeah. yeah. There's been some great Fijians, predominantly um, wingers. Some yeah. great Fijian wingers yeah. over the years. The outside backs are wings. Well, exactly. Well, I think, uh, was it Joey and, and, and Freddie? They used to go to Fiji all the, and recruit all the time. I don't know if they still do. They used to go over and recruit all the time. Yeah. Just talented, Probably, gifted yeah. Like players, Ab- absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Your thoughts on the rise of the game in Pacifica nations, Samoa, Tonga, uh, Fiji, things like It's just good to see, isn't it? It's incredible. Yeah. Um, watching Samoa you know, make that World Cup final, like that's, um, yeah, I think that was just so inspirational for so many of the young kids out there, you know. Uh, it's always obviously been the T1 nations making it to the end. And yep. Yeah, for those boys to represent their country like that, yep. and I think that would have changed a lot of, Minds and hearts for these young kids. Oh, I agree. I think, look, even as Australians, right, you, you want to see Australia win as such, but you do have a soft spot for all these young countries coming through and establishing themselves as well. And in the, they're just going to be a future force to be reckoned with, aren't they? I mean, they're going to be, you can imagine what's going to be like at the next World Cup in four years' time. These countries now coming through and, you know, growing even more and developing even more and more resources being put in. 100%. Papua New Guinea, they'll, they'll be next off the round. I mean, they'll, they'll be the ones pushing next, I would have thought. Fiji, of course, is going to continue to go from strength to strength. Mm. All right, 2023, um, first year with the club. Uh, expectations will take it week by week. But there is a bit of a buzz in the air, isn't there, at the club? There's a, there seems to be a lot of h- harmony, happiness. People seem to be relatively happy uh, with what, what's happening at the moment. How that translates onto the field remains to be seen. But what's your take on the, on the club culture? Yeah, um, yeah, key word that you said was happiness, and I think... When you have uh, that good vibe going around the club, it's somewhere where you want to be and you want to come into work. So I think we're going to take that uh, into preparation every week and make sure that uh, we're really enjoying our footy and then um, I guess it just builds that connection and and belief that we can um, get the results that we need to to continue to build on. Um, that end goal and how how yeah. important is that Isaiah? like that happiness as you say when you say like coming to work you refer to it as work right mm. which it is because you're professional athletes you are employees of this club and you are paid to pay play, play sorry uh, rugby league so how important is it that there is there, that you are happy in that role that you are happy in the job that you're doing even as a rugby league player yeah i think it's just like you said when it's work you you want to make sure that you're happy and and um you're happy you're willing to give the best that you have for um, whatever a line of work is, and that's rugby league. So, is that happy you the same? I mean, if, I mean, if everything's everyone's happy, everything's there's no tension, there's no you know sort of stress or whatnot, and everyone's on the same page, makes a difference. Oh, 100%. Yeah, um, like just the week to week grind can be mentally draining, you know. Um, going out there, getting up for a game each and every week, you know, it can be tough, so. You know, at least the vibe around the joint is happy and everyone's coming to work happy, you know. You're, you're willing to work that much harder and well, it's just easier to get out there and, and do what you've got to do, so. Um. Um, your thoughts on the Centre of Excellence? Oh, 
Makes yeah. me happy. Pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. This is what makes you happy. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. you know? Very, very impressive. Oh. Now, you would have been used to one, of course. Panther's a good one. Yep. They've had it for a number of years now. Yep, yep. Um, Parramatta, have they got... Uh, no, no, they're building one, aren't they? Kellyville or something? Yep. Yeah, that's in the process of getting money or whatever they yeah. need to do. Um, Eventually, every club will have one. There's no doubt it'll, it'll become mandatory. I think the Roosters only opened theirs fairly recently as well. I think it's mandatory now, but it really does add a lot to a club, doesn't it? Centre of excellence of this kind. And as you say, it makes you happy coming here. It's got all the resources and facilities that you need in the one place. You don't need to go anywhere else for, for, for anything. 100%. All right. Yeah. Um, final thing, your relationship with the club itself. You know, outside the football department, uh, you've got a, you know, a board, of course. We've got an executive. We've got a CEO in Justin. You've got all that administration in there. How do you find it? Everything's working. Everything's pretty smooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really smooth. Um, yeah, I can't fault it at yeah. anything at the moment. It's been it's been awesome. Everyone's been so helpful. Um, if you ever need anything, you know, everyone knows that one another, and it's just yeah, yeah pretty much done straight away. Because I think it's important, as you say, to integrate the football with the administration. Isn't it? So you're one. Mm. It's, it's one organisation. Yeah. You're all pulling in the same direction. That there's no divisions between the two. Uh, like, for example, the tea room, everyone eats together, mm. you know, so whether it's administration staff or football staff, everyone eats together because you all work for the West Tigers mm-hmm. and so everyone recognises that. Have you, you found that, that, like, your relationship um, with the executive and that's been pretty good, as they? The yeah, people uh, it's, been, um, it's been awesome. Mm. Uh, you'll find me in the tea room. Uh, most <laughs> often they're not, so yeah. I'm always um, seeing the administration staff around there too. So oh, Very good. Yeah, so... Um, all right. <laughs> well, we were going to have uh, Charlie Staines join us this afternoon. Of course, I think he had an emergency dental appointment or something. <laughs> uh, we were going to get Clemmer because yeah. we're going to get all the new, you know, the high-profile new recruits. We're going to get Clemmer along, but we couldn't afford his appearance fee. <laughs> now, you boys are happy with what you're being paid for today. Yeah, you got paid. Yeah, please yeah, don't yeah, even go. Yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah, the salary paid. cap ordered <laughs> <laughs> around before you know it. Well, look, fellas, this has been a lot of fun for me to get to know you boys a bit better. Um, and as I say, it's an opportunity for us to also introduce the major sponsor. Uh, so I wear one hat, literally, uh, Bryden's Lawyers, but on the other hand, uh, as the chairman of this club, I could not be happier that you have joined. And from what I'm hearing today, I know it confirms a thousand percent that we made the right decision in, in inviting you boys to join this club. Thank you so much. No, no, thank you very much for, for joining with us. Thank you. So that's the end of uh, Law Pod episode 55, and we'll be with you shortly again for another Law Pod, Pod episode. But if there's anything in particular uh, that you want to hear from us, contact us directly uh, at lawpod at brydens.com.au. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You got all that? Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you post, boys? Instagram. Social media. You do much? No, nothing. No, TikTokers? You TikTokers? <laughs> oh God, no, no, no. no, no. A bit old for well, that. I don't yeah, think we've, yeah. I don't think we've got that next. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Well, I, th- I think the office has got everything. I don't, I'm not sure about TikTokers yet. I, I, oh. I, I watch it. I don't actually. I don't have an account, of course. Ridiculous. But I, I do follow. I'm pretty sure I don't. Hang on, I should ask through the window. Have we got a TikTok account? No. Not yet. Yeah. Thanks for that. Anyways, well, thanks, fellas, and uh, we'll see you out in the paddock. Thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs>